Welcome to TA1. I'm your host, the lackadaisical, legendary Randy Erickson. Um, I have been a little lax in the last couple of weeks getting episodes out. A uh, couple of things in my favor have been really busy. Um, so have other people. So it's been hard to connect with some people. But uh, I think we got some good shows coming up. Uh, starting with this one with... Uh, John Van Dis, racer, promoter, family guy, um, kind of an interesting conversation. Um, and it's kicking off what's going to be, we'll call it uh, Cowboy Tough June. Because right now it looks like maybe the next four weeks will be with racers that are going to be doing Cowboy Tough in July. So um, get to know some of the racers doing that. And the home front here, the training front, it's been going pretty good as far as training for me going. Getting a lot of uh, nice hikes. I got a nice six-hour be-wet-all-night hike in Thursday night after crossing a little the little uh, creek in West Nugget Gulch seven times between about thigh deep. Got up down big big descent to Slate Creek and when I got to the third bridge it was about 10 yards of uh, rapidly rushing water between me and the bridge so it was uh, turn around and head back so a little extra mileage there um, had a good day today too all the stuff set down at Bear Mountain we were down there navigating with Paulette and Lisa and the big news of the day was uh, Lisa saw her first mountain lion, which we all did, and just ambling down the little trail that we were on, spied him about 60, 70 yards in front of us. And he just kept moving down, and we caught up with him a little bit later, and then he saw us and took off. So it's always a good day when you uh, get to see Mr. Lion, um, especially before he sees you. So. That's going to do it. Enjoy this uh, conversation I had with John. And, um, I don't know, go fast, take chances, uh, and get wet. So, thanks for listening. Hey, John. It's Randy Erickson. Hey, Randy. How are you doing? Good. Did it fool you because it said it came from Bakersfield, California? Oh, uh, it, it didn't say the location, but it was a, it was a weird area code. So Yeah. <laughs> That's but the. Uh, that's right. I should, yeah, I should have warned you. That's the Skype because it comes. I've had it from Bakersfield, California, and like Melbourne, Florida. So it can be, <laughs> it can be confusing. Where, wherever the server happens to kick it out to that day. Yep. Yeah. So. Right on. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, uh, how are things in Iowa? Pretty good. Yeah. It was a little, a little rainy today, but. Otherwise, it's been your typical spring weather, and it's nice to be able to get out and do some stuff again. So. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we had four inches of snow last night, but it's literally all—it's all gone today, so it's all good. Right on. Yeah. So, so yeah. But, how how else have things been for you? Um, slow, kind of. Yeah actually been working a lot and then and kind of working down in the woods so it's it's been a little slow that and then i i actually got to go to minnesota last weekend to shoot a car 
car auction of all things. I think I saw a few of those pictures, so yeah, looks pretty look pretty cool. There's some cool cars, that's for certain. So hey, you know it's yeah. a, a guy I've been working with doing some shooting monster trucks and stuff, and he's you know he's got his finger in about a million pies, and I'm like, well, give me a slice of pie, and he did. <laughs> so, well, that's good too. It is it's kind so, of fun. Well, it is but... just do something different, you know. I I cars are kind of cool there were some really interesting vehicles there so yeah but, uh, where, where was that that one was in, in um uh shoot, i can't say it. it's like an hour north a minute uh northwest of the cities um so this outfit oh, okay yeah they do like four or five of these auctions spring grove auctions they do four or five auctions uh around there um, gotcha so and and fortunately and unfortunately, I get to, I got to miss because he wants me to shoot some more, but I got to miss because um, got a hundred mile trail race to shoot, and then, and then this little thing called Cowboy Tough coming up, so I'll be busy with that. So, yeah, but, that's that's good too. Yeah. So yeah. So um, what's it like adventure racing in Iowa? And and quite honestly, I know that there's a kind of a it's not. It, it's way more than South Dakota. I know that. <laughs> We've got, well, it's uh, well. It's interesting. There's not a ton of races. In fact, I think this year my two are the only two, as far as I know. Yeah. But there's races in in uh, Missouri and Nebraska and Illinois. So we've got we've got some around. Um, you know, it's mostly the eight to uh, twenty four hour type stuff and most more of the eight to 12 hour type races but um you know it's fun it's 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 you know more recreational there's but there's some good teams around too so uh yeah yeah so do you draw some of the you, you know, know other midwest teams yeah we you know we've we've had smaller crowds but uh you know every time it's kind of grown in numbers you know we get we'll get 50 or so people for this race coming up and uh you know i'm fine with that as long as people are enjoying it and they can at least come out ahead on the deal um you know nobody's getting yeah. rich putting races on but uh <laughs> well yeah we all know that <laughs> as long as i'm not losing as long as i'm not losing money at least so yeah. uh but yeah no we, we have fun doing it it's it's a good time a lot of people do the races, you know, repeat the same races over and over, so you get to know more people, and mm -hmm. and then I've raced with some of them uh, yeah. after that too. So, so that's been good, just getting yeah. to know people, and and as you, as you know, the adventure racing crowd's a pretty good group of people too. So, yeah, most I, of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I think that goes for about anywhere, at least anywhere yeah. I've been, but. Yeah. I gotta say, I don't think I have met an adventure racer that I don't like. And, and, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I can't say that about I, everything I else. I tell people sometimes I'll race with anybody at least once. Yeah, and and I've never had to say no the second time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. But, so, um, well, tell me about your races coming up. Because I yes, I'm, we do. And, yeah. What's that? Go ahead. 
No, yeah, we've done it. It's supposed to be the third year. Uh, it's called the Olnitz Minor Adventure Race. It's in southern Iowa by Sheraton, Iowa. Um, there's a little state park there and then a pretty big state forest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of your standard 12-hour race, but it'll be probably a little bit heavier on navigation than some because we've got a great area to do some navigation um and not just you know now where there's a road every half a mile or whatever so Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know the standard biking paddling trekking navigation all map and compass um you know it's a pretty it's pretty standard deal it's it's a little bit i would say a little bit tougher than kind of a lot of the eight to 10 to 12 hour races, but it's not, it's not impossible either. So, um, I try and do, I'll do like, uh, kind of a suggested short course for people, um, just to try and get them to be able to do most of the course or at least the fun parts, um, or what I guess I would consider the fun parts, um, and still get done on time. So, uh, in that way, I guess I try and try and cater to first timers or or you know people who want to try it so yeah um, it sounds like a good plan um now i'm not not gonna make assumptions about iowa because you know i i lived in paulette and i lived in eastern south in sioux falls for 10 years so i I know but but um so what is the train like down there there's uh there's actually a lot of you know not big climbs but a lot of climbing um you know up and down rollers and and some pretty good stuff but uh i know i i was down there saturday or no sunday scouting the whole course and i came back and i was sore so (laughs) and and i didn't i didn't even ride my bike (laughs) but uh, yeah. yeah no it's it's a pretty good area you know you'd be surprised especially when you you know as the race director you can kind of guide them to the hills um Mm -hmm. you know they're they're avoidable too if you don't have a set course but uh i can i can make it as hard as i want basically (laughs) no i understand that well so you've got you know you got features and good stuff for navigation it you know i'm always curious because like when i talk to the guys like at florida extreme it's like how do you you know how do you navigate in Florida when there isn't a hill? Well, they've got roads and trails everywhere. But yeah, a lot of the area we'll be in doesn't have any trails or mm-hmm. or very minimal trails. Um, you know, and we're between or we're just to one side of a road. So I guess if they mm-hmm. hit the road, they're yeah they're in, they're but, in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that keeps the uh, keeps the first timers from getting too lost. Exactly, exactly. Um, and there's, you know, there's, yeah, there's plenty of land features. The, You know, it gets some people, I've talked to people from, you know, Colorado or whatever, and yeah. and the maps are just different. So we have, mm-hmm. I think, 10-foot contour lines on our maps, you know, versus out there, it's, you know, they're 40-foot contours yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. same thing, you just don't climb as high. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, quite honestly, that can really throw somebody. You know, this. Oh man, used when, to a yeah, we went out and did 
me and another guy went on to Cowboy Tough last year, and I was yeah. like, what the, what the hell? We're climbing a long <laughs> ways here, and it's only <laughs> – you know, yep. six contour lines or whatever it was. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yep, so, it takes a yeah, getting it, used it to. It does throw people for sure. Yeah. We have the uh, the wonderful opportunity around here is that, like, half our half our topo maps are 20 foot and half are 40. Ooh. So, you, you know, you'll be on a map and you're thinking, <laughs> you know, you, it's like, Huh? What? Oh yeah, these are twenty. So, I've taken to um, just just taking a big marker and, and writing across them. You know, twenty or forty, so I remember. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. And then you get some difference. of them. Yeah. Like we've got a whole bunch of you know we've got a full set of Primal Quest maps from '09, and some of those you know like right in the middle they switch from you know twenty to forty. So, it really yeah. uh, got to keep your keep your uh, mind in the game so for sure yeah same with switching scales of maps uh i had that happen to me why well, I, I had that happen to the very first race we did and we you know we were halfway to the checkpoint we thought we had to for sure have been there already but we weren't yeah <laughs> so of course none of us knew what we were doing either so that well you know part of the, yeah. part of the problem <laughs> But, you know, it happens even when you know, you know, Bob Miller mm -hmm. talks about, you know, I don't know, world championships and taking off and going the wrong, you know, literally going the wrong direction <laughs> for a half hour. So yeah. it gives yep. all of us, all of us hope, you know, well, how did, how did you get into this silly game? <laughs> well, so I was, let's see, I think it was 2011. And there's a guy at work who was looking to do a triathlon, I think. Mm -hmm. So him and his buddy had found a local adventure a race down by Kansas City, and they were going to do it. And then me and another guy from work got to talking to him, and and we were like, God, that sounds like kind of sounds like fun. So at the time, I had been kind of working through some. Oh, they never did figure out what it was, but it was kind of like arthritic, arthritis-like symptoms in my mm. knee and my elbow. So I said, all right, and I didn't work out at all. I didn't even own a bike. And I... <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go run this weekend, I told them. I'm going to go run around this little lake by our kind of by our office is about a three-mile loop, I think. Mm. Yeah. And I said, one, if I make it all the way around... And two, if I can still walk and my knee doesn't flare up on Monday, I'll do it. Yeah. So, so I went and did it. I ran. I didn't run the whole way. I couldn't do that, but I made it all the way around. And uh, and uh, borrowed my brother's bike, which he hadn't ridden in probably two years either, and uh, went and did it. So. Went, went down and did it. it was an eight hour race pretty you know looking back it's a fairly reasonably easy race moderately easy and yeah. it was not easy it was not easy for us that day but we finished and had fun and uh kind of got hooked from there so well i mean don't take this wrong but on a smaller scale that's that's kind of the typical story um, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of your podcasts 
and and you know all the stories of people just oh yeah I'll go do it what the hell and yeah. they go do it so yeah well it is just a it's a certain mindset yeah you either you yep. either do it that first time and love it or I don't think you ever do it again right mm-hmm so yeah yeah I think some people hear about it and they're like well, that's crazy. I would never do that. And some people say, "Oh, that's crazy. When can I do it?" Yeah. So, <laughs> and those are the people we like. <laughs> yep, exactly. So. so, so yeah, I started did that, did another Let's see. I think I did one or two more races that year. Mm-hmm. Maybe just I think just one uh solo because I couldn't find anyone else to do it with me. Yeah. And uh next year did a two or three and kind of snowballed from there so and since there weren't any other races in Iowa I decided to put our own on from there so yeah so why (laughs) I mean did you did you know how much work it would be and I mean are you just trying to to get more people in or you just is it just a way to get in Yes and yes and yes. I don't know. I mean, I so first when I started doing these, it's like, hey, I got to drive six hours, five hours to go do one of these races. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, you know, if more people knew about this, I think more people would do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really act on it right away. And then um, Brandon Hoke is another guy who helps me with these, and uh, you know, got talked to him about it he went and did a race with me and you know eventually we just kind of decided to try it and see what happens and you know we kept doing it i don't know i like i like doing it it gets a lot yeah. easier putting races on after you've done a few yeah yeah <laughs> but uh you know it's yeah it's still a little bit of work and um but i you know yeah. i've met people doing it and i have kind of have fun doing it um yeah so Okay. Well, I'd like yeah. to see the sport grow some and and have more people involved. Uh, but yeah, well, that's what you have to do. I mean, let me ask you if if this is kind of where you're at, because you know I set up one or two, you know, six hour row gains each year, and I know yep. that there's go- I know that there's going to be ten people, maybe twelve. I know them all. You know, it's all the same people. <laughs> <laughs> but but part of it is is it's um, the setting up is kind of fun because you're almost out there doing it. You know, it, it it's almost its own adventure. So it is. You know, in some ways like, you're getting. So I got yeah. some just last weekend setting or not setting the course, but um, scouting the course. I got some good navigation practice in. I got a good workout in, and I had fun doing it. So um, and yeah, a lot of the people that come will be uh, people I know and you know, friends with and whatever, but that's fun too, so. Yeah, it's uh, just kind of low-key fun. Yeah, you get to see the yep. people. But, um, yep. Yeah, part, part of me wishes that, you know, I'd have 200 people come, and part of me just says, you know what, 50 is fine too. It's yeah. a lot less work. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, but you know, Maybe. I'd like I'd like to see the sport grow too. I think the more the more people involved, the better. At this point, yet you know, there's some discussions out there of people saying, "Oh, it's you know, I like it the way it is," and 
you don't want it to get too big and i i don't know i don't i don't think we're anywhere near that point yet so um, no i think we're 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 safe on the getting too big part for a while anyway. yeah yeah so and maybe forever i don't know it's a it's a sport with with a little bit of a barrier to entry just with you know with gear and yeah. and equipment and knowledge but not you know i i just think my my goal a little bit is just to get people to try it because mm-hmm. you can try eight or a eight or a 12 hour race without you know honestly being that fit or having that much equipment or gear or the nicest stuff by any means so yeah um you can and just, finish and honestly do pretty decent if you do a few of them so yeah um get used to it so but um so um i want to talk a little more racing is uh so has cowboy tough been your biggest adventure so far yeah it has for sure um i did yeah i mean eric hart went mm-hmm. out last year and did it um and had we had a great time super glad i did it um results maybe weren't what we were hoping for but that's all right too um so we did uh we got let's see got through day one pretty much took all the whole the whole day and didn't do the optional checkpoints Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and eric had a had a hard time with the heat yeah um and really kind of never recovered after that day so second day we you know we did the same thing got to the end of the day and skipped the optionals and we were there in reasonable time i think it was still daylight um you know so eight o'clock at night but he was he was done Uh, (laughs) and and we knew we had a big day coming up the next day too and then by the middle of the third day he he was he was done done so So he ended up getting a ride to the finish, and I ended up riding with, uh, oh, Vanessa, I can't remember her last name, the one that got engaged at the top of the cliff. Oh, um, yeah, her and, um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so uh, so her fiancé was was not doing very well either. So yeah. her, him and Eric got a ride, and me and Vanessa rode to the end of the day that day, and then Eric rode. Did, the, did day four with me so yeah so yeah we had we had fun um you know like i said it was it's kind of one of those things where you just decide you're gonna do it and do yeah. it so yeah i mean i i like the cowboy tough format and but i think it sounds to me like that was probably almost the perfect and i think this is what they're going for but that was like the perfect race for you guys because yeah, it was it really was because because a real, you know, the full multi-day Primal Quest type race, we wouldn't have been able to do. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know if, I don't think I would have been able to do it. I know yeah. for sure Eric wouldn't have been able to. Um, you know what, I'd like to do that maybe not this year. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I kind of have the opportunity, but I don't, just schedule-wise and family stuff-wise, it's not yeah. going to work. But um, So hopefully, you know, next year or whenever, but... Uh, yeah, you know, well, that's, it's, that's kind of what I'm working towards. Yeah. So, do you find? Here's a complete aside. As we know, that's what this goes. <laughs> um, do you find yourself thinking, "Oh, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Primal Quest in 2016"? 
man, that's a long ways away. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, the race is like next month. <laughs> the, yeah, kind of, but I don't tend to plan things out very well. Yeah. Ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we signed up for Cowboy Tough in December, you know, yeah. and that's that was in, you know, July or whatever. Yeah. And that that was by far the furthest out I had ever planned to race. Um, so I'm more of just like, uh, let's just, yeah, let's just go do it type of guy. And, you know, I don't have very structured training or anything like that. In fact, yeah. if I don't have, like, a race on the schedule, my training turns into just going out and riding every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> doing whatever I feel like doing. Uh which yeah. is still fairly active, and and for work I'm reasonably active, so it's not, not like I it's not like I lay on the couch all day either. But um, you know, so. well, so it's, I, don't I mean, know. I don't, I I can't see myself saying like right now, oh, I'm gonna you know put Primal Quest 2016 on the calendar, and that's yeah. my like training goal. Yeah. <laughs> so. But but yeah, races do sneak up on you. That's for sure. Yeah. Either either way, no matter how far out they are, it, it seems seems that that's the way it goes. So, well, do you have any? Are you race got anything on your schedule this year, or anything you're looking at that you might put on your schedule a week before? <laughs> well, let's see. Kind of hoping to do. There's a Thunder Rolls Adventure Race, which is a 24 hour in mm -hmm. Western Illinois. Um, I'm gonna probably do the Okaboji 200, which is a charity group road ride, a 200-mile uh -huh. road ride in uh, the end of June that I think I'm going to do um, with some friends. Yeah. And then, you, know, you know that's only like 36 days away, end of June. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you, so you got about 30 days to decide. Yeah. Um, what else? Hopefully, uh, USARA Nationals this year. We'll see. We did uh, we did a 24-hour race. Oh, I guess it's been a month ago now, and actually won our division. So we got a little uh, scholarship or whatever uh, entry discount for that That's coming cool. our way. So, so maybe we'll take advantage of that and uh, head down to that. I've been trying to balance work and family and play time so yeah um and my wife doesn't hasn't known me as doing the best job of that all the time so <laughs> well um yeah but, it, it's hard isn't it it's it's i sometimes it think, is you know paulette and i are pretty lucky you know one no kids other than we have our birds so we got to deal with them and we yeah. go away but <laughs> you know and then really yep. both of us you know she has her own clinic and i got you know i work by myself so we 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 have a lot of flexibility other than when you're not yep. there you don't get paid so <laughs> that, that kind of that sucks. little thing yeah. i have that kind of gig too so but yeah. but i do have three kids which just makes it a little bit more complicated yeah so. i can see i can see that a lot so <laughs> You, you got to get them growing up but, so they can, they can come race with you. Well, they they two of them have so. Really. Uh, yeah, my fourteen. Well, she's fourteen now. She's raced with me three times now. 
So when she was first time when she was 12 and then 13 and, and this year we did one and then my eight-year-old son did an eight-hour race with me this year earlier this year so that was that was pretty fun we brought a tandem or a tag along yeah so he wasn't you know he didn't have to pull his own weight on the bike but uh that was that was a fun time so well, that's yeah that's really cool so um do you think that they will race when they get older i mean you know who who knows for for sure but. who knows i don't know I, I think the older one maybe won't but my son probably will he yeah. he i mean he's already scheming for next year's you know we went to the so jerry volinger puts on this camp it's a whole weekend of mm -hmm. climbing and navigation practice and then he does a short an eight-hour race on sunday so that's where we did it and you know he was already scheming on the way home about how he was going to do better next year and this and that and he got yeah. they had a rope section and we were pretty close to being able to clear the course and he he just froze up at the top of a rappel and <laughs> couldn't move for about, he's literally he's literally on the rope for probably a half hour wow. and this is a 40-foot rappel <laughs> and uh yeah, but that's like an 80-foot rappel for him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, we, get, you know, I was like, oh, man, hopefully that wasn't, hopefully I didn't ruin him and he doesn't ever want to do this again. But we got we got to the finish, and he was like, gosh, next, I'm going to have to practice that before next time. <laughs> so so he, he loves it, yeah. and he, he loves the navigation part, and that's pretty cool. So Yeah. Well, that's that's actually really cool. That uh, there may be there may be hope for that generation yet. Well, we'll there guess. might be. <laughs> well, it takes I think, you know, not having video games and the TV on all the time. So yeah, yeah, um, I hear that. So, but how but, do you get? I mean, how do you, how do you keep them from being on the TV and video games all the time when that's what everybody does? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> We don't have cable or dish or anything, and we just say go play outside, and they do. So no. I don't know. <laughs> well, of course, you know somebody's going to call the uh, call the authorities on you for yeah, I'm sure making we're your such kids bad play parents. outside. <laughs> so, um, no, they, we we try and you know we try and limit it without being ridiculous, but yeah, you know. There's not but, that much good stuff on TV anyway. No. And they can run around outside and have more fun than sitting on a couch. So, that's, so that's I mean, do you? Yeah, I mean, do you really like throw them outside and tell them to go play? Sometimes, yeah. So, <laughs> well, read I, a I mean, book or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But well, yeah, I, I, you know, and honestly, it doesn't take that much with them. They they like being outside too so you know my son had a football field spray painted on our side yard for most of the fall and then i think he scooped the lines a couple times this winter so he could go outside and play football on the side by himself so wow. i don't know maybe our kids are just weird but <laughs> well yeah they are but in a good way <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't care but <laughs> yeah well i mean so that's it's cool i mean you're doing something right. 
Yeah, well, we're, we're trying. So anyway, yeah, so, that's but cool. anyway. so what would what would you like? in say four or five years what would you personally like to do in adventure racing i mean you, you oh, look man. at stuff and say man i really wish i could do that you know go to raid in france or you know alaska or something yeah i mean if i you know dream scenario i guess i'd i'd like to do a few of the the big races you yeah. know uh, Expedition Alaska or uh, Primal Quest or uh, you know uh, World Champs race or something just to yeah. just to do it. I'm not. I don't see myself being a top team or anything. You know, in fact, I don't. I will. Like I said, I'll. I race with a lot of different people and mm -hmm. don't really have a. Uh, I, I don't have a set team at all. So yeah. it's more or less a who wants to go this time and. You know, and other people have asked me to race, and I'm cool with that. So, um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I just I see see some of these races, and I'm just like, wow, that's you know, kind of like we said before, like that's awesome. How, you know, I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in fact, the whole the whole way we got signed up for Cowboy Tough is we were watching. Uh, let's see, it must have been Costa Rica that mm -hmm. year. Yeah. And. And Eric and I were both kind of watching on the internet, and we text each other, "Hey, you know, Technu did this or whatever. Looks like something's happening." And you know, and and I was I was laying in bed one night. After, I think it was you know a day or two after the race was done, and I told my wife, I said, "Gosh, I think I could." I said, "I wonder if I could convince Eric to do Cowboy Tough with me. I think he would maybe be up for it." And literally the next morning, he texted me and said, you know, hey, watching that Costa Rica race made me want to do Cowboy Tough. What do you think? <laughs> I was like, I think, I think that's a sign from God. We better do it. <laughs> better go do it. So, but. so I, you know, I don't know. I, I watch see him, and yeah. one, it just looks like a hell of a good time to me. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't, you can't um, argue that, so. But so the 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 mental you know i i kind of the idea of pushing myself to the to the edge of what you think you're capable of or physically can do and then kind of mentally pushing through or figuring it out or whatever just really kind of intrigues me mm -hmm. um so we we never got there really at cowboy tough just yeah. because eric was dealing with that heat stuff and and you know we i just i never got there so on the one hand i was disappointed on the other hand i was like well you know at least i know i can do that without yeah. getting there either <laughs> <laughs> so. but uh you know i i don't know there's a there's a gravel race uh bike race in iowa called trans iowa which is 320 or 30 miles yeah unsupported and um you know so that's something you know kind of on my radar i didn't you they have a you have to send in a postcard and there's one you know he doesn't let so only lets a certain number of people in so i i tried to get in this year and didn't get in which was fine because all 
all but one guy didn't even make it to the first checkpoint in time. Oh, I saw so that were... someplace. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> so it, it wasn't the year to be in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but you know stuff like that just kind of intrigues me. Just like how I don't know. I it, there's I'm sure a lot of my friends and family or whoever think it's just kind of nuts, but. You know, I see stuff like that, and it's like, well, why not try it? I don't know, and I'm, I'm no, <laughs> I don't, I don't work out like I should, and I don't, uh, you know, I really don't train like I should, but I'm in reasonable condition, and yeah. you know, and I do ride and run and 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 stuff, but yeah. um, you know, to me, like the mental side of it's more, more intriguing than anything. So, um, so I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. You know, maybe to answer your question, yeah, I'd like to do a few of the of the multi-day expedition-style races and, and and see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere down the line. Well, you know, you know, this stuff is really easy if you train for it. So, you know, you're just you're just getting more of the experience by not training. <laughs> exactly. So I can do short races and get the same experience. I don't have I don't have to do nine days. I can do four days. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But, but uh, yeah, so I wanted you've got a another race too. You do an urban, urban race, right? Yeah, so we do another race in November. It's called the Des Moines Nine to Five, which is, eh, I I don't. Other people have called it an urban race too, but it's not necessarily. Um, we've got a really nice single track right in Des Moines mm-hmm. that we used one year. Last year we did it just outside of town, so um, it's it's uh, I would say it's a you know a regular adventure race, but it's an eight hour eight hour cutoff um, and fairly re- easy navigation. Um, yeah. So it's re- it's really aimed at first timers. Yeah. Um, to try and just to try and get more people in it it's kind of a fast fun you know quick race so yeah so it's kind of um, it's a real it's a real adventure race just in a little more urban setting yeah exactly so yeah. and well, last a, year it was really all out out of town gravel roads you know yeah. whole nine yards so um the first year was more urban and i think this year um, well, we're, I'm kind of working on something, but we may, we may partner with the local uh, trails, the Central Iowa Trails Association. They have a duathlon they do, a dirty duathlon they do in November too. So we may do it in conjunction with that and kind of be a little bit of a fundraiser for the local trails too. So we'll see what yeah. happens. So well, that'd be cool. Yeah, get a little, maybe get a little crossover. Get get yep. some of those duathletes. Train them, little navigation mm-hmm. be good for them. So, yep. So, but, um, so yeah. That's yeah. Uh, then we did a this earlier this spring or I guess this winter we did a um, four hour orienteering deal free, just just kind of for fun. So maybe we might do some more of those, but um, that was really yeah. mostly because Eric. The guy I did Cowboy Tough with mm-hmm. had rotator cuff surgery, so he was That's off nice. work for a couple of months and had time to do it. 
<laughs> well, there you go. So you know, whatever, that's... whatever works, right? Exactly. Um, so making a lemonade out of lemons. Exactly. So, well, I always tell people that I learned to slow down and have more fun when I broke my knee because yeah. I was, I you know, I had been racing for at that time like twenty five years, like with almost no breaks, and and that was all, you know, bike racing, road racing, a lot of mountain bike yep. racing, and and uh, you know once. You know, once I was on, you know, two weeks in, or got the cast off and was in a brace, the, <laughs> the, the doctor's like, you can go out, you can go out for as long as you want. He says, it's good for you. So I would be doing these six or eight hour hikes. I might only be going two or three miles, but. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you use that oh, injury right. to to uh, reset your priorities again. So. Yep. But, uh, so there's cool. nothing wrong with going slow. I don't think. No, I, I still remember uh, after that out on a road ride and going through um, Keystone, little tourist town, and you know a road that I you know literally prop at least five hundred times I'd been on, and I looked yeah. up and I'm like, huh, I never saw that ten story mining building there before. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, t I tend to do more of that, actually, just go out and ride for a while or ride yeah. ride downtown or do, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so. so I don't know. I, I mean, I probably should, on some occasions, take training a little more seriously, but I do, I do this for fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so. yeah. You know what? It's... Uh... You know how I put it. You're an over-the-next-ridge guy, not a heart rate guy. Exactly, yep. So, I don't, yeah, I didn't even have a computer on my bike for a long time. So, so. <laughs> Well, I never, um, no, I won't say I never even, you know, carry a GPS or anything when I'm out running and hiking, although sometimes I do if I'm, because I, you know, I do some testing for different shoes, and then I kind of need to know what my mileage is, but. Mm -hmm. other than that it's like eh, i'm gonna go for two hours and then come back four hours later so that's yeah right. no i've started to keep track at least but yeah i have no like prescribed you know mileage or anything like that it's yeah. just uh it's more out of curiosity now but yeah see what's see what's over the next ridge right it, yeah so, so cool so all right so it's late your your place and it's getting late here so i got one more question and you probably know what it is <laughs> or maybe not uh well shoot yeah go ahead <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's probably it's probably the best and worst six hours right oh you know i should have okay. yeah that's, so. oh that's, shoot okay, now i got I two have, more questions now i got two more questions <laughs> Yeah, let's do that one because actually people like that. And then the other one is the pack question. So we'll do the pack question uh, first. So are you packing everything still the night before you leave for a race? Oh, yeah. We're packing the morning of usually. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny story about packing, though. So, so I went we had this a month ago. We did this 24-hour race, and it was mm -hmm. two 
two people I had never raced with. And I, I, you know, I kind of knew them. I'd raced against them and, and everything. And yeah. I'm not sure that they had ever raced together either. Um, but so we all went down and we're in the hotel the night before and we're packing and somebody says, who, you know, who's got the first aid kit? And Don pulls out this first aid kit that's like the size of a football out of his backpack. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is that? We're not carrying that thing all around for a whole day. <laughs> so, so, uh, Trish, Trish Kramer starts going through his backpack and just pulling stuff out and like literally throwing them away and saying, you know, we don't need this. We don't need, you know, 14 AAA batteries and all, <laughs> so. like all this stuff. But so anyway, yeah, it's, I'm still packing. I don't, Damn. yeah. Day you, of, you, night before, whatever. Yeah. I'm, uh, you're not sure that you didn't have my pack. My, my favorite packing story is when I went to Switzerland for Apex, I was going to take, you know, my regular pack, my carry on. So I thought, well, I better clean it out. And it had seven knives yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't go over very well. No, so, it's like, why do I really need seven? I think I'm, I think I'm down to one, two, three, maybe four or five. So, <laughs> and you know, but then again, there's sometimes when I have like six cameras in my pack. So, you know, yeah, I, I can't, can't say that. I, you know, I can't, I can't diss anybody else for having a football size first aid kit. But, yeah, that's true. If you got six cameras, you can only use one at a time, right? Sometimes two. <laughs> I well, you know, literally when I shot Primal Quest in '09, um, I had I was doing the stuff for my DVD, but I was also doing daily stuff, and I literally, yeah. I I made a a rig that carried that had two cameras on it, so one nice. for one for the good you know good quality DVD and and. Mm-hmm. One that shot pretty low res for everything that I uploaded every day, so yeah, uh, it can be done. <laughs> well, and and let's see, in Costa Rica when we got to do the whitewater section, I had three cameras on my helmet, so yeah, one, three, two forward and three. one back, yeah, yep. So that's pretty cool. You can do it. You can do it. Cool. All right, so now the, your best and worst six hours, because this is kind of my favorite thing. Um, let's see. Best, I, I would probably say racing with my kids this spring just because, you know, yeah. I, it's fun doing that. I, I like the fact that they're active and they get outside and, you know, and being able to do something like this with, with them is, is a pretty cool deal. So yeah. that was after the, <laughs> so it was an eight hour race and it was probably the last six hours because we had a bike the first hour or so and my eight-year-old was on the trail bike wasn't really working very hard and it was cold that morning (laughs) and i didn't realize how cold he was till we got to the transition area and he was shivering and just like like getting borderline hypothermic i don't i don't know how bad it was but we broke out the emergency foil blanket for the first time so yeah. there you go <laughs> and then, yep. and after he got warmed up he was good we you know we wrapped it around him and left it under his coat for a while and he was good to go after a while so um, so after we got past that little little hurdle um the rest of the day went pretty good so yeah. 
So I would say that was probably the best. Worst? Oh, man. It was probably a cowboy tough on that third day. It was so hot, and we yeah. we were, you know, going along, and Eric had kind of all three days just cumulatively was not – he wasn't able to eat and drink as yeah. much as he should have, and it was just getting behind, and it was – it was cumulatively affecting him. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, at one point, you know, we stopped in a couple culverts and he laid in the water in there and then we'd go again and not, you know, not very far down the road, he'd be about done again. Yeah. Um, I think at one point I was carrying both of our packs and we were pushing our bikes up the hill and I had the toe on the bikes while we were pushing them up the hill. Wow. And, it was just like wasn't happening that day um so that was kind of you know that was one it it was it was hard work but beyond that it was just knowing that you know maybe we weren't gonna weren't gonna finish or weren't gonna be official or whatever and yeah it's kind of a not not what we came to do but on the flip side I, you know, I told him later too, like, I, it wasn't what either of us wanted, but it was maybe the right decision at the time. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, I don't like, I'm kind of one of those people who don't like not finishing something I start, but, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, safety is safety yeah. too, and you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. So, and know he was, he took a long time to recover from that yeah, um, but... over the next few weeks, so it was probably the probably the right move to get a ride to the end of the day. Yeah. So, well, the nice thing is you guys got to ride in the next day, right? And, and yeah. Cross the finish yeah, line. Yeah, and he rode that morning like he had not ridden the 70 miles that I had done that day before so (laughs) So, it's like geez man slow down a little bit yeah it's like hey you got a ride yesterday i didn't slow down (laughs) so no that was it was fun it was probably the you know it was it was not fun but it was fun and i I think we're both glad we did it so well that's i don't know if i don't know if he'll do it again but i will so (laughs) There you go. That's that's the uh, voice of unreason. Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. So. Anything once, and I'll race more than once. So. <laughs> Sounds cool. But. Um, so well, cool. Well, and I just want you to know that you're you're. Um, it, I haven't run out of people. That's why we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That was, it, that was mostly a joke when I, I, know. When I said that. <laughs> um, but, I, but it did cross my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, so, I keep, you know, here's what it is, quite honestly. I'll be sitting here, you know, doing stuff and being on Facebook, and, I, and, and I'll see who's online. I'm like, oh, John, that'd be, <laughs> that would be, you know, and, and quite, and, Tell you the truth, I talked to Dave Adlard about Expedition Alaska today, so, well, you know. Oh, you're, good. Well, that would be a good company. one, too, so. Yeah. So, um, it, it wasn't until yeah. I ran out of people, so. <laughs> and, you know. And well, I'll, no problem. It's fun, and I, I like, I mean, I've really enjoyed all the podcasts, and I think I've 
probably listened to them all or really close anyway, but, oh, cool. um, you Even know, I've cool. been, I slack, I've been slacking the last two weeks were kind of tough. Um, had a whole bunch of people scheduled and, you know, and it's just like, you know, people have lives. It's kind of like when I sent you a message, I said, you know, I'll be, I'm running late. And that's just because I'm cheap because I didn't want to, I didn't want to keep the scaffolding or the scaffold, <laughs> the sheetrock jack for another day. So, well, I know how that goes. I do, I'm a contractor too. So you, know, you got to get like, it, if you can get it done in another hour and a half, you just as well stay and finish. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, yeah, so cool. This was, this was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah. No, me yeah. too. So anytime. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody, or I don't know when you're going to put this out, but if anybody wants to come and race in, in uh, May 30th, so okay. in a week and a half, they can get a hold of me. The registration's officially closed, but we'll, we'll make we'll accommodations. So. so I might, um, I think I'm, my, my scheduling for posting is a little off, but I might post this the first part of next week. Um, I'm actually cool. gonna I'm gonna do Dave's tomorrow because he's got his TV announcement for the race. So. Um, oh right on. And since I've been Are a little slack, uh, uh, somebody gonna pick him up or? Yeah, it's um, yeah. Well, this will be after that, but yeah, apparently it's it's a done de- it's a done deal. Except, is it ever really a done deal? Yeah, kind of yeah. like a four part. You know, multi, Done. yeah, multi nice. viewing. So, yeah, it should cool. be kind of cool. So, and then yeah, I've got another. Awesome. I'm uh, got the the guy that I've been shooting the the cars for, monster trucks mm-hmm. and cars. He's really has a he really deals with a lot with smaller cable channels. Okay, um, and it's like. He he knows nothing about adventure racing, but in talking to him, he's like, you know, there's probably a market for that in some of these, you know, some of these places where you don't have to spend so much money to get it on. So, yeah, kind yep. of, we'll see. Well, I think it would. I don't know. I I go back and forth. Like, the internet coverage is great for us who can already follow it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think the TV coverage would maybe be good for for just you know, public awareness and yeah. and people, more people finding out about the sport and, and kind of getting involved, hopefully. So I think yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe that's the way to go. But, um, you know, I like getting online and, and watching the dots move across the screen and my wife thinks I'm crazy, but <laughs> whatever. Well, so. yeah. I, you know, and I thought that was true too but then i've talked to people that are way smarter than me and they still say that that basically a hundred thousand people on watching on tv is better than a hundred thousand people online and, and i'm not sure why but we'll we'll see what happens with some of these. but yeah you know what i have found literally for me is like the cowboy tough stuff the daily stuff gets tons and tons of views and then you know do a 10 minute recap a week after the race and the only people to watch that are the racers because they haven't seen it (laughs) so yep for sure so we'll see how it goes Mm. so all right cool well i'm ready for bed so yep thank you and uh we will see you 
some hopefully. point anyway. Yeah. Hopefully. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so world world championships next year. You can we'll both be there. How's that sound? There you go. Sounds sounds like a plan. I'll be there. All I right. gotta get I gotta round up a few people crazy enough to do this with me, but yeah. we'll be there. They're there. So, so. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Yep. Bye.